In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast. We bring you all the latest news and reviews in TV and film. My name's Brad, two thumbs pointing at me, and this is Connor T. Two fingers pointing at me. <laughs> nice. That wasn't <laughs> planned either, so we are the best. Uh, if you like the podcast, first of all, bloody thank you. Yeah. Just <laughs> 101 now. <laughs> 101. Get in. Uh, if you could, please leave us a review on your podcast app. You really don't have any idea how much it helps, and we'll be eternally grateful you can also find us over on Twitter at Weekly Cut. At Weekly Cut. Yep. So go give us a follow as everything is up to date for you and what's going on. You're pretty uh, quick on that, that Twitter. Uh, yeah, I am quite quick actually. Sharp. And we're getting close to 10K. We're pushing forward. Yeah. I can't wait to see that little 10K. That's all I want. And then I can die happy. Uh, coming on this episode, we've got Avatar The Way of Water dropped its final trailer for us to react to. Have you watched it? I have, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> we're doing something right. Marvel looking to cast an evil Superman, in quotes, role for the Thunderbolts movie. Huge changes over at Disney, which Connor's best place to tell us about, and he's very excited. Yeah, prepped. Amazon moving ahead with multiple live-action TV shows with Sony Spider-Man Universe characters. <laughs> <laughs> David Zaslav gives an update on the future of DC Studios, and we want to delve into Connor's thoughts on upcoming Batman. Uh, we are also talking the greatest sequels ever made and revealing the winner of our movie Twitter poll, which got over 150 uh, comments. So that's why we felt the need to bring it to our listeners, which is you. So you're here. Uh, But first, a wee game. For everyone who does know, it's finding that lie. Friends, don't lie. I'm not your friend, and I do lie. So I've got four statements coming. You, the listener, and Connor are going to try and guess the lie. Let's do it. Here we go. First one. Heath Ledger almost broke Jake Gyllenhaal's nose by grabbing his head and kissing him too hard on Brokeback Mountain. Ugh. Morgan Freeman was considered for the Wizard of Saruman in the Lord of the Rings franchise. The N-word in Django, unchanged, is said exactly 113 times. Mm. Paranormal activity only costs £15,000 to make. They all, they're all true. They all sound true. <laughs> they all sound true. I know paranormal activity was cheap as chips. Cheap as chips, but that cheap. Uh, Django Quinton says likes, it a lot he likes the n-word doesn't he? yeah so that's uh, but that a number of times quite specific possibly though I think Heath Ledger would get into character so much they could possibly break a nose I like the thought process there yeah what was the second one and the second oh, one was Morgan Freeman he was considered the Saruman the white I think he was though that's the thing so that, or was he <laughs> I'm, yeah. such a, I'm such a prick today sorry <sighs> I think I think it's paranormal activity I think it may have cost 30000 I think it was a bit more than fifteen. So I'm going Panama. You're time. locked in. Locked in. I hope you are as the listener. You're locked in. If you said Heath Ledger was the lie, you'd be wrong. Ooh, it was true. Yeah. If you said Morgan Freeman was the lie, you're correct. He was never considered <sighs> as Saruman the White. Oi. Oh, no. <laughs> you Wrong button. Wrong button, but it sounded good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the rest are true. Uh, M-word was said 113 times, and paranormal activity, 15 grand. That's mad. It made a lot as well, <laughs> That is insane. Uh, 210 million, I think it's gross to date. Jeez. So, well done to you. Yeah. Uh, now time for the news. News, 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 news,
I watched the news, an episode where they did yeah. the news and I thought they were saying news, news, news. Oh, it wasn't that. Have you ain't got to that bit yet? Nah, I actually yet. want to, I can't wait to see that episode. Same. Yeah, it's going to feel weird. Right, time for some Batman chat. Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav said the days of four Batman are over. So currently we have Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton and Robert Pattinson, mm. all active Batman right now. So Connor, what do you want to happen? Something clearly is happening. Who's getting the boot? What Dark Knight do you want to stick around? What about universes, etc. with Matt Reeves' universe? What do you want for the future? Um, I don't mind Affleck. I think he should be Justice League Batman. Okay. But do not get rid of Pattinson and do not touch that universe. I think have them both and just let them run. So you're more invested in the Matt Reeves universe at the minute? 100%. Which I think is fair because, you know, the Batman's been up and about. So yeah. what, in terms of Keaton and Affleck then, if you had to, what's your thoughts on Keaton? Because you you wasn't like me. I was a massive fan of, of his portrayal as, as Batman. Yeah. And you know how iconic it is with those two movies from Tim Burton. Yeah. But asking someone who's not, you know, you understand the nostalgia, but you're not a massive fan. Do you, what do you want from him in this franchise, or do you not? Don't want anything. <laughs> I don't care. It, you might as well. I tried to get that yeah. out of him, guys. I tried to push it, but he's not having it. Might as well bring back George Clooney <laughs> and um, bloody Val Kilmer. Yeah, bring, yeah them all bring them all back. I don't care about um, Keaton. Okay, I think that's fair enough. I, I think it will work to an extent in this flashpoint. I think it's quite yeah. a clever move, but. I mean, we've said our thoughts on it that we think with this new ownership, they are getting rid of Keaton. But I just wanted your thoughts that clearly it's do not touch the Batman and Reeves. Yeah. Give him whatever you want. Yep. And with regards to the DCU, which it sounds like he's sick of multiple Batman, you don't mind Affleck. But I suppose, I suppose, do you want sort of Affleck to be backed? Because he hasn't really, is he? What I mean yeah. by backed, if, if you're going to say, okay, Affleck's the Batman. Yeah then give him his own solo movie, which he actually hasn't got, hasn't yeah. had one. Um, so give him that and let him build from there or start from scratch and get someone new in. I, it's, it's or tough. merge the universes, but I don't think they should. It is tough. I mean, I, will, I wouldn't be too upset if, because I've got a Batman movie, The Batman, <laughs> and I know that if Affleck had his own film, it would be compared to Matt Reeves' yes. The Batman. Yeah. So I think just give Ben Affleck, carrying how he's going, they spoke about like a um, Samuel Jackson's uh, what's his name Samuel Marvel oh Nick Fury Nick Fury yeah, yeah Nick yeah. Fury role <clears throat> just do that I don't yeah. mind if he does that because I think oh, Affleck I is that mean. type of yeah is that type of character and also that's actually a good point because Ben Affleck's Batman it would be compared if he had a solo of course people would go oh what was the better movie the Batman or Batman solo with yeah. Affleck but in this universe Affleck is is a veteran Batman yeah so it would be quite normal for him to be a Nick Fury role because we've he's defeated the Joker uh, essentially in his universe because of what the tease we had in Batman vs Superman. So yep. that could work. Yeah, I love that. I like that. Yeah. Fair enough, kind of tea. Okay, I'll bring J Lo in, please. <laughs> bring J Lo. I'm sure yeah. he's trying. Okay, moving over to Marvel Pond. Uh, big big news this week. Uh, report started last week, originating from insiders Grace Randolph and Daniel RPK. Marvel Studios, bear with me, Connor, mm. is eyeing. Ryan Gosling to play a major villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The role calls for a lead male between age 30 and 50, describing him as a conflicted and powerful villain and comparing him to, quotes, evil Superman. The rumour points to Marvel being interested in going for Alexander Skarsgård, possibly as well as Gosling, but Gosling being the frontrunner. Mm. All signs also point to the Marvel entity Sentry, which I will explain in a second who that is, Connor Thomas. Yeah. Now, 
before we get into that, I just want to ask you about the trope that is the evil Superman. Mm -hmm. Because in recent sort of, I'd say recent years, we've had the most iconic one at the minute is Homelander. Yeah. Just purely because of the memes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he's portrayal in The Boys from Anthony Starr. We've had Icarus, which... He did go evil Superman. Basically, he was. He yeah. was evil Superman towards the end. Yeah. Uh, and then we even had Omni-Man in the incredible series of Invincible, the animated series. Cool, what a show. It's a fucking good show, that, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, and then we even had little teases and, and bits. We had Bizarro, which I know you didn't watch season two of Superman and Lois, mm. but we had evil Superman in that series as well. Yeah. As well as a tease from Just... You see where I'm going with this, yeah. Connor. So I'm asking you... What's your thought on that trope? Or do you think there's room for it? No room at all. Oh, wow. Okay. And Shut I, that. Especially in Marvel, because they cannot do it correct. They want an evil Superman, but it will be an evil Superman, I think, who will quip and joke. Right. Okay. And just, I think they'll go down that line. Evil Superman is like, Homeland is, okay, it's a bit too far because that's different level yes yeah but icarus was very good i think yeah i didn't see a twist coming and when he turned he really yeah. turned you believed it and you understood his motivations that's a that's a quite a good comparison yeah. actually. but yeah. i think i don't think there's room for marvel to do it correctly and i also anticipate uh, the film at question is the thunderbolts movie as we just said i had done about you i anticipate quips in that movie yeah. because of the cast of David Harbour who was brilliant as Red Guardian in Black Widow probably the, one of the best things out of that mid movie but I do agree the Marvel's jokey at the minute yeah. uh, again I forgot I forgot to actually think about that so it's a good point if they do this and bring in Goslin or Skarsgård make him powerful and like Icarus where he just has that one thought and it's about power and it's about his sort of motivations not being Marvel joking. Yeah. Thunderbolts lose immediately. <laughs> That's what I've written down here. I don't know how, how they f- do it. We've mentioned this last week, me and Connor. We broke down the Thunderbolts. It's just made up of super soldiers yeah. and spies like Taskmaster and uh, Yelena Belova, the new Black Widow. Yeah. Um, how the fuck are they going to go up against Sentry? Uh, and I'll explain because I assume you don't know who he is. No, I don't. I've not seen him in any animation, so I had to look him up. Mm. I've just, I know he's one of the biggest sort of characters in Marvel comics in terms of power. So Sentry, aka Robert Reynolds, lazy name, very lazy, <laughs> very lazy. It's very, it's very Marvel in it. And yeah. the comic book Peter Parker, you know, it's just always, always a double barrel of the letter. Um, Ryan Reynolds, not Ryan Reynolds, Robert Reynolds, was injected with a serum that gave him superpowers. Fucking serums all over the place. It is a super soldier. It's based around the super soldier. Yeah. Uh, when he was in high school teenager, but it was once designed to be immensely powerful than the concoction that turned Steve Rogers into Captain America. After taking the said serum, Robert Reynolds... <laughs> God, I love saying that, though. <laughs> Robert Reynolds was imbued with what's only described as, in quotes, the power of a million exploding suns. Good luck, uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah. Leaving a trail of destruction behind him wherever he goes. Um, okay, so now let's focus on the casting. Ryan Reynolds. I keep, I've, had a, I've had a long I day. Ryan, I said Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling. Go, Connor. Uh, sweetheart. It's a sweetheart. I love him. I love yeah, him. I know you do like yeah. him. I mean, who doesn't? He's yeah. a phenomenal actor. Oh, I, I think that'll be a perfect casting. I do as well. I think we need him. Yeah. Oh. It'd be a move that Marvel, as you say, Marvel ain't on the back foot or anything, but it would be great to go into Phase 5 with a big cast and announcement like that. Yeah, wasn't he in um, Spider-Man? Ryan Gosling? No, you're thinking of James Franco, are you? No, in... um. No, wait, um, Far From Home. 
Who played? No, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I do love Gosling. Yeah, I do. I love Jake Gyllenhaal as well. I, love but it, yeah. I, I do. I do think Ryan Gosling would be great. I also do think Alex Skarsgård would be good. Yeah, only because he's a man mountain. Like yeah. you've you've seen the images. I know you didn't watch the movie, but the Northman. I was a big boy. He's, <laughs> he's a big boy. He's a, Yes, he is a big boy. Uh, so I think he would look great in this sort of sentry suit with a cape, etc., and long blonde hair, which is what the character of Robert Reynolds. Will this be the first cape in Marvel? Well, well no, you've got Thor and Vision. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Vision, yeah, Vision yeah, makes yeah. the joke in Age of Ultron. Yeah, um, there ain't many capes though, is there? No. I, w- I wouldn't. I'm not calling Doctor Strange a cape. That's a cloak. It's a cloak. That's yeah. a cloak. And it's got its own life. Yeah, that's, don't that's not a cape. But yeah, we, there isn't many capes. Even Icarus didn't have his, a cape, etc. Yeah. Which I thought actually looked really good. Yeah, when he was flying, I thought they'd done that. You know, in a movie that had problems, I thought Icarus was pretty nailed. Oh, many problems, <laughs> many, many problems. Mm. Right, okay. I'm not not much more to say on that, but I guess I suppose that does add something to Thunderbolt. There's a lot going on in Thunderbolts, Connor. Yeah, think about budget. You know money. You know money better than me, actually. So budget here for a second. Mm. By the way, Connor's budget and scores. That's that's probably <laughs> my, money and scores. Connor has me to a fiddle on that one, but. We have, as we've said, Harrison Ford, don't fall asleep. Harrison, I know you're not a fan well, of Harrison he's Ford. he's probably falling asleep. He's, yeah, he's probably asleep. Yeah. Harrison Ford is Red Hulk. There was reports, we put it on our Twitter, at Wiggly Cut, go check it out. Uh, we put it on our Twitter, there is um, inside reports that he will become Red Hulk, which is obvious because that's the character of Thunderbolt Ross, in Captain America 4, which is coming out before Thunderbolts. Yeah. Which would make him Red Hulk when the movie starts. Yeah. So you've got Red Hulk, you've got all this super soldiers knocking about, you're now throwing into the mix a evil Superman power. Yeah. There was a lot going into this movie, as well yeah. as big names of money. They you, have to put the money in. Yeah. Because you can't skimp on it. No, of course not. Think of Florence Pugh, David Harwood, there's some big names, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. <laughs> get the wish. Like, Harrison Ford. He's demanding a lot. Yes, he's demanding to a lot. To get him in, involved, yeah. he's got to be demanding 100% agree with that. Um, but yeah, no, nothing more to say on that. But I suppose, I know you're not a big fan of the evil trope, but are you? is there now Thunderbolts becoming a little bit more it's curious? Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know how they'll win. <laughs> no, so nobody curious. knows, mate. Yeah. Uh, maybe they get other super soldier serums. I don't probably. know. Yep. Uh, right. Now I think we're coming up to Connor's big segment Ooh. because I need to know what the F is going on. So uh, again, we popped it on our Twitter. It was a bit of a shocking breaking news coming out of Disney. So I'm now going to throw over to Connor to tell us exactly what's going on. Is it a good thing? And where does it go from here? Mm. Shoot. So in 2020, was it? Or 2020, yeah. when COVID basically kicks off, Bob Argus stood down as CEO of Disney. He'd done it since 2005 to 2020. And done an absolutely blinding Splendid. Job. He brought in all the new theme parks you can think of. He brought them in. His ideas were just second to none. He made Disney yeah. what it is. I probably, probably mentioned for listeners, Connor and his family are massive Disney goers. Massive, yeah. Been a, been a fair few times, Connor yeah, Thomas. A yeah, fair yeah. few I'd times. Say, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is, this is quite good coming from him because it's everything to do with Disney, including parks and films and Marvel and Star Wars. So, yeah, yeah. carry. Uh, so Bob Chapek took over. He was... Tips as the next big thing. Right. Oh, what, so they had a lot of backing for yeah, him. Yeah, so Iger handpicked him and said he'll right. be good. He was head of parks um, and head of the distribution as well. So oh, he, right, he already in Disney. Yeah, gotcha. so he took over. Um, immediately when he took over, and it, it went wrong immediately. Right. Uh, so thanks to mickeyblog.com, because I've got <laughs> nice. a lot of info on that. They listed where it went wrong, and right. I'll read you where it went wrong. Uh, so immediately, Chapek and Iger just clashed. 
straight away as soon as he went into the role. Yeah, Chapek wanted to come in and make his own decisions, put his stamp on the Disney name. Didn't need to. It's already a household name. You don't need to do anything. Just because Iger was on. was Chet, was he sort of on the board? Yeah. So he was right. he was guiding Chapek through COVID. Gotcha. Just to see him through. I remember now. Yeah. Um. So Chapek, he, the first thing he done, he promoted a guy called Kareem Daniel, um, to head of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution. Right. Which we know now is what Iger, um, what Chapek focused on solely. Yeah. It was Disney Plus. Yeah. Getting films out, getting whatnot. Now, Kareem Daniel was only known for uh, financial and engineering. Yeah. That was his background. No experience. Good friend of Chapek. I remember him on the Investor's Day, that yeah. name, Ball and all him. he was talking about was money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that bodes what you just said, yeah. So Iga didn't like, uh, didn't like that at all. Yeah. Um, they clashed. Chapek didn't even sit at Iga's table at the retirement dinner because they clashed oh. so much. That's step one. You must keep Iger on Of side. course, it's, that's insane. It's I all, didn't know that. Iger's always going to have a hand in Disney. Yeah. If you upset him, you're upsetting the whole Well, they, he was the one to mastermind Kevin Feige, right? So yeah. he knows what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Marvel, except, sorry, carry yeah. on. Yeah. Um, second, uh, like I just said, he only promoted his friends. Yeah. Um, so three people, um, Jeff Val, Ken Potrock, and Josh DiAmaro. Uh, um, so they worked with Chapek when he led the parks and the theme parks and whatnot. Right. All got, all got promoted. All got promoted. Yeah, so um, all three of them, they led, uh, one led Disneyland. Yep. Uh, one led Disney World. Right. And one led the others, uh, Hong Kong, okay. Paris, all that. So they all got, each one of them got yep. the head of these parks. Yeah. Again, not much experience. They worked underneath Chapek, so to get the big, biggest role. Yeah. And that is evident in the theme parks. Yeah, because it's lost its way, as we said, Connor's a, a Disney goer. Yeah, and that's why... It's just a shambles. Oh my yeah. god! That's point two. It makes sense. That's point two. Carry on, yeah. here's point three. Money, money, money. <laughs> Did you write that down? Or I, put, that I put four monies. I put money, 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 money. Right. Uh, so Chapek was money over fans, money over guests. Right. Put up the price of Disney Plus. We oh, all felt course. that. Put up the price of Disney tickets or theme parks, merchandise. Put the price up. Food and drinks in the theme parks. Put the price up on those. Genie Plus and Lightning Lane brought those in. Yep. So Genie Plus and Lightning Lane is Fast Pass, yep. which used to be free, which means you skip the line. Yep. Chapek saw an opportunity, rinse the fans and the guests of money, charge for it. Yep. That's point three. He's Wait, not doing well. And bear, bear in mind as well, me and Connor both been Disney this year, done the Lightning Lane, etc. So it's coming from sort of word of mouth. It is, it is such a shambles how much they charge within the parks. Absolutely. It's a disgrace. Yeah. yeah. So like the Star Wars rides, about 20, I think it's about 20, on busy days, about yeah. $25. Yeah. Would you say in your somewhat expert opinion in Disney parks, would you say the goal of Chapek subconsciously or would be disgusting consciously wanted to make it unaffordable for normal families so that it would make sort of the, Disney goer experience who had money and cash to spend on the parks. Yeah. Make it more amazing for them and then they go and spend, I don't know, a family spends about $500 a day because it's the upper class. Is yeah. that what you wanted to usher in, basically? 100%. Yeah. Get rid of the riffraff who's not going to spend money. They'll bring their pet lunches yes. in and whatnot. Which and I brought my pet lunch as well. Yeah, I still do. It's ridiculous. Not paying yeah, five no, for a water. Not paying 13 quid. No, yeah, exactly. A few more points. Uh, yep. One big one. Uh, next one, move in their base from California. So, Buena Vista. Yeah. Drive. That's where they was based. Right. So he moved their base of operations from California, which Walt Disney founded, to Florida. Right. So they moved to a place called uh, Lake Nona. 
And any reason for that? Cheaper. Tax, cheaper. tax cuts. So oh, he was friends with the governor. Gotcha. Which he's not now. <laughs> right. I'll get to it. <laughs> and he got tax cuts. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, I lose my voice. He got a tax cut, so he moved from Lake, to Lake Nona from California. Yep. He said to all the staff in Burbank, yep. move to Florida. Or else. Or lose your job. Oh and there, there's senior um, Imagineers. Yeah. They've been in the company for years and years and years. The top of the pops. Yeah. All lost their job. No. Yeah, so. I knew none of this. Yeah, so that's. That is disgusting. I lost count of how many days. Yeah. Uh Scotty Hansen beef. Yeah, remember that. Remember that was huge for everyone. Yeah, with the good. Black Widow release on yeah. Disney Plus. So we got all that. So that wasn't good. Um, one of the biggest ones that probably probably tipped them over the edge. Yeah, was in Florida they bought in the Don't Say Gay bill. Right. So this was a bill that. where they don't teach it in school and whatnot. Yep. Uh, cast members because uh, Disney World and Disneyland, all Disney parks have a lot of LGBTQ plus cast members yes. working for them. So they protested because Chapek stayed silent on the matter. Yep. Because he's getting tax cuts and whatnot, yep. stayed silent. Unfortunately, he did step up and speak out. Too late or? Too little, too late. <laughs> it's too little, too late. And cast members left and God. and the lead, there was no leadership there. And um, do you reckon the board's lost its head at this point, do you think? Cheers, Is that the, cheers yeah. I think they lost them the most they've ever lost since he's, wow. like, he's reigned. Wow. So um, Iger's now come in. Um, made a statement on Monday, which yesterday, or well, two days ago, we listening. Um, he said, over the coming weeks, we'll begin implementing organisational and operating changes within the company. It is my intention to restructure things in a way that honours and respects creativity as the heart and soul of who we are. So he's going to take yes. Disney back to his roots. Kareem Daniels already gone. Has he? Already gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it's just a, it was a three-year mess, basically. Yeah. And Disney just... And not all soul. just because of COVID. It was, well, a lot of that there is nothing to do with COVID. No, yeah, exactly. No. I know you've got to recoup your money, but when your films are making billions, yes. you're making your money. <laughs> you're making your money. So how happy and excited are you as a as a fan from Disney films and, and Marvel at Star Wars, etc., as well as a big park guy? How big is this, Bob Iger? This is the best news you can get. I mean, like I said, with the theme parks mainly, he, all the changes of the theme parks he made, all the theme parks you yeah. see, mostly his idea. Yeah. So he ushered all of those in. Disney Plus as well. Uh, Marvel. Yeah. With Kevin Fargo. Of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of shit over the last couple of years. <laughs> we have got a lot of shit. And pumped through Disney Plus, which was, as you just said, uh, I think your third point or second point there was he was so keen on Disney Plus. Yeah. Just of pumping that up for, for some unknown reason, which he was maybe advised that. I don't know. Yeah. And we've got fodder. So hopefully now <laughs> Iger comes in and says, stop putting shit out. Yeah. Just put stuff out that's actually worth putting out. Do a special presentation, like we said. If you want to yeah. do that, that's fine. Yeah. We've got Garland's Galaxy coming Friday for listeners, and we're going to be doing that next week. Yeah. Yeah. But Iger's a man, and he will hopefully turn the Disney ship. I mean, Disney have got new ships coming out, but I think, like cruise ships. Yeah, yeah. But I think they've been in place for too long. I think they were Iger's like, brains. And he's just, just sort of took it to the finish line as well. Yeah, he exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. So hopefully now he can, because when the Disney Wish come out, which is a new ship. Yeah. People are complaining about that. Too expensive. Jeez. It's not much to do on board, blah, blah, blah. Has he, obviously, you haven't done much research on that side, but has there been anything good? I don't think there is. <laughs> I don't think there has been anything good. If, if there has, feel, feel free to, to comment on us. Yeah. And we're going to obviously post our uh, podcast tweet. So if there's anything you think, do you know what, maybe we're giving Chepek a bit of a harsh time here. Please feel free to... To let us know if if you disagree that Bob Iger's a great move. And uh, we know someone did on our Twitter. It's a completely fair opinion. You're yeah. wrong. 
But um, yeah, feel free to, to let us know um, why you think Chapek maybe got an hard done by. But but other than that, it, it, as Connor just said, it seems to spell good news for the future. Yeah, I mean, Chapek grew a good beard. <laughs> he did he grow a good beard. Yeah. He looks like Obadiah Stane, Connor said, from yeah. Iron Man 1, box of scraps. <laughs> uh, okay, they're very detailed. I'm very interested in that. Um, mm. fing- fingers crossed, obviously, Disney do get back to the formula and the way they do from parks to films to everything. So yeah. the Mickey Mouse is on top. Whee. Right, moving on quickly. Got a couple of pieces here before we get into the Avatar Way of Water final trailer that dropped on Monday Night Football. Amazon is moving ahead with multiple live-action series using Spider-Man Universe characters that Sony has. The first one will be Silk Super Spider Society. Walking Dead showrunner is on board. And probably the only good news with this is Chris Miller and Phil Lloyd, who many will know from their incredible work on Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So I think they, I don't know if they're a part of this as sort of screenplay or what, or if they're just advising the world of, of Spider-Verse because if you're going to do a live action Spider-Verse thing with TV shows maybe get the lads that done one of the greatest yeah. movies ever to get do with a birth. Um, uh, yeah so my question is I don't know if anything this is going to be canon or anything like that because apparently this silk person oh I know nothing about was bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker um, and can you see any success Connor? I don't think I can it's getting a bit muddled I felt your energy as I was reading that out and I thought I said to myself in my head I've lost it already yeah I, I it's getting a bit too muddled for me. <laughs> yeah, well. There's yeah. too much going on. And I, I've got to be honest. Well, no, that's not fair, to be fair, because I was going to say I don't hold up much hope for Amazon, but the boys and uh, Invincible, they gave us those two. So. Do you know what? That's very true. Maybe, maybe Disney Plus is maybe putting a wall up. But as soon as we hear sort of comic book yeah. shows, we think fodder, which is Connor's great, great favourite word. <laughs> but that, that might not be the case with this. You've got two very talented men of Chris Lord and, and oh, sorry, Chris Miller and Philip Lord who know their stuff. Um, so maybe could it could be something here. Obviously, if you, as we said, Amazon Studios, you just pointed out two incredible comic book shows there, but I don't, I see Sony and I don't trust it. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just worried. Immediately yeah. worried. Thinking, oh, what is this going to be? I mean, I don't know how much, Im- I'm sure they must have input because they own the characters. So I'm sure they've sold. Yeah. Hopefully they've just said, here's the rights, you can do that and we'll stay, we'll keep, we'll crack on with Craven. Sonya like pimps. <laughs> they just, just pimp out Spider-Man. Well, they don't have their own, it's quite mad they don't have their own streaming service. Something yeah. as big as Sony. Yeah. It is quite weird. Whether they, I don't think they're going to get into the game at all, but it is just mad. But yeah, um, anything more to say on that? All I would probably end it on a saying, there's certain characters where I know they have got massive rogue galleries, Batman's one of them, etc. And Batman is a bit, I do think there is possibility there of spin-offs, which we're seeing with Matt Reeves, and I think that will work. Um, but Spider-Man, other than Peter Parker and Miles Morales, I just don't know how connected or bothered people will be with other heroes in that. Yeah. So we know Kingpin and stuff like that, which is a Spider-Man villain sort of thing is interesting but i'm talking the hero side of things which is what we're getting these tv shows yeah who's a, who's bothered about silk no and all you'll say is where's spider-man yeah where's that's Spider-Man? all you say yeah where why is could you do miles Morales? yeah <laughs> why could you do that so i not like miles i don't know oh, i into spider-verse so. I, yeah into we got into the spider-verse which is which is fantastic and he's definitely coming to the mcu that is yeah. so obvious but yeah nah not for me not for me uh, let's move on to something else, which is also not for you, but it's worth a mention because it's got such a fan base uh, out there. So we got our first look at Indiana Jones Five. Mm. Uh, images of Harrison fall back. Yeah, in the suit. Did you? Was he asleep? Looked it. <laughs> Looked asleep. That was very low. It was very low. We yeah. couldn't see. It was on Empire magazine. It was also a, a released image as well. Empire done of him. 
Um, he's going to be de-aged, apparently, for the first part yeah. of the movie. That's um, interesting. be very interesting to see. Uh, and the film is set in 1969, and Mads Mikkelsen will be the lead villain, who's a Nazi. Uh, yeah. Boyd Holbrook is also going to be sort of, I assume, his right-hand man, I read um, from Empire. Um, now... I know this is not a bit of you. I know this is not a bit of me, Indiana Jones. But when you, I know, you, I think you are, but Boyd Holbrook and Mads Mikkelsen is a pretty good casting. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so it, to, it'll draw me in to yeah, watch. It's, it's Mads Mikkelsen's birthday today, so happy birthday, oh, happy Mads. Birthday, uh, but yeah, it, is that draws you in a little bit. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll, I'll just begrudge going and paying for it. <laughs> That's fair why I don't want it. If I got a, I've got a free view ticket, to be fair, so much. Yeah, use just that. use that. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the very least, I think Mads Mikkelsen is what's pulling it through for me because he is so good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just curious. I think me and Connor, although we don't like Indiana Jones, I guess because we are big movie fans, it is very curious to see how this lands as a legacy sequel. Yeah, I'll be happy. When I hear the theme, I'll be happy. <laughs> what, the, what, what the, the, what, sorry, the Indiana Jones Indiana theme. Jones in this, okay, yeah. sorry, yeah. Then I'll be happy. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, okay, I, I guess we'll sort of leave it there, but mm. we're not shitting on it. We're yeah. not saying it's not iconic, it is. But me and Connor need, maybe the trailer, which is coming in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll obviously break it down and react to it on this podcast. Let's see if that can get us. Yeah, we'll shelf it until Probably, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move on to the trailers. okay right biggest movie of the year potentially yeah. um avatar the way of the water final trailer dropped during nfl monday night football did you watch some Monday night football fell asleep fell asleep fair yeah. enough we're in uk it's not yeah. our fault it's not <laughs> and england play was long day <laughs> it's a long ass day long ass day right james cameron revealed just want to mention this because this is very worrying yeah. for avatar fans like myself you your partner who's behind us watching Oh, she's friends. I thought she was, no, it's friends. Oh, she started Gilmore Girls as well. She's got a whole <laughs> load of things going. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, James Cameron. Uh, Cameron? We're going to call him Cameron. <laughs> yeah, That's Cameron. what we call him on Weekly, uh, Weekly Cut Podcast. James Cameron revealed <laughs> how expensive these are going to need to be made. Um, mm. And it's going to need to make about $2 billion. I don't agree with this. I think he's bullshit. It's high. Apparently, it needs $2 billion to become profitable. That's too much. There's no... I know it's groundbreaking technology. No way, Connor. You're a numbers man. Come on. There's no chance. There's no chance. So it must have cost about a billion. <laughs> yeah, no chance, no way. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just sort of trying to get fans to maybe really force it and go and push. Maybe he's being a bit of reverse psychology, saying if you want more, you've got to really go and watch yeah. it. Multiple. I don't know. But we'll just thought I'd mention that. Um, how much do you think it will make? Before we talk about the trailer. Dosh, um, how much Dosh Wonga we get in here? How much did the first one make? Well, the most ever. Obviously, it was re-released a lot. It's the most, ex- not the most expensive, sorry. It's made the most movie ever, uh, money in a movie ever. I think it's about three point something. Okay. Yeah. I think this will um, make a billion easy. You think it'll make a billion easy? Yeah, I think easy will make a billion. Um, I think it'll make about 1.5 bill. 1.5 bill. It's a lot of dough. It is a lot of dough. And do you know what? I would have said... About a month ago, I said, Connor, you are absolutely bang on. I think this clears a billion easy. It's about how much more they can get into the two billion. But I am worried about the box office. Yeah. Because Black Panther, I had, that should have nailed a billion for me. Yeah. With everything going on around that, the the hype of the movie, the first one made, God no, I can't remember how much into the billion it made, but it made a billion. I'm shocked that's not making a billion. What's that, like half a half a I bill? think it's now cleared over 400 million. Jeez. But... Avatar's on its creeping up. I, the sort of insiders are saying it's looking like it's not going to um, accumulate. It's looking at about a domestic about 400 million. 
Oh. And then rest of the world, maybe another few. I reckon it's going to make about 800 maybe at a push. I think we're getting lazy. And I'll say this Is because, well, I wouldn't have seen Black Panther. Well, I see it because, one, you had a free ticket and it was a free date for me. It was, it was a free date, yeah. Um, and because I do the podcast. But Holly hasn't seen Black Panther and she says, shall we go when it came out? I said, yeah, yeah, but still haven't been to see it. Really? Still haven't. I don't know if it's a, the time because I think, right, I'll get home from work. It's yep. three hours of your day. Immediately gone, um, but yeah, no, I, I completely agree. That I think it must be something to do with like people's mindsets and cinema now. Maybe COVID just maybe it was. Yeah, maybe people thought you know what, I enjoyed things at home a little bit more. And yeah, I, it is it is a bit worrying, but I mean, nowhere home smashed it. Um, yeah. I mean, they had a lot of help. Well done, with, yeah, well done, Toby and Andrew. Well done, boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, let's get into the, the trailer. I'm going to be, be honest with you. I've rewatched it about four times now. Oh, again, okay. again with Jade. I think this trailer was brilliant. Yeah, um, I. It still lacked a little bit of the sort of the action saga that we hope we get in the final act of this movie. But I do think there was enough there for me that, that sort of teased that aspect. And I know it's boring, but some of the underwater shots. Oh, it looks spectacular. There's nothing ever I don't think will be like that. Yeah. It looks real. It, it looks like the, it's a real... It looks like the Na'vi... under looks like Pete, there's actually Na'vi's among us in the world. My worry is... What's your worry? We will lose all, like, information on this planet and aliens will come down <laughs> and James Cameron's Avatar 2 will be the only thing left and aliens will think we were Na'vi's. That's it. Yeah, so okay. Real. James Cameron, you mean? Cameron, sorry, yeah, Cameron. <laughs> um, yeah, but okay, so so thoughts on the trailer then. I know you, you, you know it looks beautiful. It's, it's a stunning yeah. movie. Um, was it better than the one before? Yeah, we've got more action. We did get more action, and, that's, and I think we will get a lot more. I, I feel like James Cameron's is <laughs> holding stuff back, yeah, and he gave us a bit more. And I think it's going to be the action is going to be pretty epic. Yes, I, I think, think, I think so. Um, we are going to, as a, we sort of diluted to it a, a little bit earlier, we are going to do a Avatar rewatch um, because I, was, I watched the trailer with Jade. And to be fair, it was a long time ago the movie came out. Was it 16, 15 years? I, yeah. I can't remember what it is now. Um, and Jade was like, I have no idea what... She was just like, I know I love Avatar, but I have no idea what any of this means because I can't remember the first movie. Yeah. Um, I've obviously recently rewatched it, so I have a clear understanding. But I, we definitely think we should do a, a rewatch here. Oh, and to build us right through into December 16 when this releases. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I've, I've got to be honest, it hit me a lot, this trailer. Yeah. And I am so fucking hyped. I'm very hyped. I don't hyped. know why I whispered fucking. Yeah. We, we, are, we are of age. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know about you. Well, I am very hyped for this. My worry is if it did cost that much, then it's not worth it. Okay. It looks very, very good. Like the, the shots yeah. look, it's really good, yeah. but Interstellar look really good as well. That's very true. So, uh, I think you, I think that's a really fair point. As much as I love Avatar, I love the world of Pandora, and it looks astonishing. Yeah. If you're Mr. James, I'm going to call you Cameron for this part, <laughs> not not the camera, but if you're telling me you need two billion pounds to make profit on this movie, or you're not going to get anything, any more movies made, I I just think it is not. There's no way that could be worth it to a studio. Yeah, someone's mugged you off. No, sh- yeah, someone's <laughs> mugged you off. Even a billion. There's no way. There's no way no. Disney, obviously. Uh, Fox, which now so Disney own Avatar. There's no way Disney, Bob Chapek or whoever uh, before that, etc. Went okay, Mr. Cameron, we're going to give you one billion pounds. Let's say a billion pounds to make Avatar two. That did not happen. No, unless it was for all five, fi- yeah. all four films, and he go, I'll yeah. do it all in this one. <laughs> and I'll make it back. And also, have you seen a massive marketing? No, I've not. So I, I can't imagine their marketing's been really like expensive. Yeah, 
So are you telling me, Mr. I think Cameron's talking Porky Pies. I think so. It's markets itself. It's say yeah. Avatar 2 and you want to see it. Which I think they've maybe done that here. I think they've tried to save a bit of money in the market and just saying, look, people are going to come and see the Avatar sequel, which I yeah. think they will. But we'll see about that box office. But you're, you're not getting two bill, Mr. Cameron. No way. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get Connor, your sorry. Your Connor, sorry, so but Cameron. yeah, maybe you put money in. Um, okay, well, that brings us to the end of trailers. Mm. What we're going to do now, we're just going to bring you, we won't dissect it too much for you, but we're just going to bring you the results of our Twitter poll for the greatest sequel ever. And then me and Connor are just going to give a little closing argument, maybe, possibly, of what the best sequel is. So over 150 votes were casted on our Twitter. What's that Twitter handle, Connor? At Weekly Cut. Should they follow? Absolutely. Or you're coming for them. Top content. Top content. Top quality content. We asked for a simple best sequel of all time in our tweet. Mm. Now, I'm going to run through the top five winners here percentage-wise. So The Dark Knight won with 38%. I knew it would be there or thereabouts, that yeah. movie. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Oh. Uh, we then had Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Mr. Cameron, Ooh. he's back in. He's actually got two of these because I believe he done Aliens as well. Yeah. He followed on from Ridley Scott. I'm pretty sure he done the sequel. Um, Aliens was in third place, 18%. Empire Strikes Back, quite shocked at how low that was because it's yeah. so iconic as a sequel. Um, that is at 11%. And we had The Godfather Part 2, again, very iconic, at only 4%, though. A couple of honourable mentions, I'll say, is Mad Max Fury Road. Fantastic movie. Had a lot yeah. of mentions on that, but didn't make the top five. Also, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Maybe it's too soon for people to, to get that higher up than the top five, but that was a fucking brilliant sequel. Absolutely. I'm so hyped. Have I just changed my answer? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But that is so good. That yeah. is so good. So, Connor, do you agree with that top mark of Dark Knight? If not, what is? Or if it is Dark Knight, why? Um, I don't agree with that. Okay. But it's very, very close. It's a very good movie, but yeah. I think the best sequel of all time is Terminator 2. We agree on something. Yes. Yes, 100%. The film stands the test of time. It's yeah. so good. Arnold Schwarzenegger is fantastic. Yeah. It's just, oh, I t every time the film's on, I watch it. I think the best way I can explain it, and we'll see if you agree. So I'm not taking anything away from The Dark Knight because Dark Knight is one of my favourite movies ever. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, but what I got from that movie, if I broke it down, in the first movie, Batman Begins, Ra's al Ghul, Liam Neeson, brought Gotham to its knees yeah. in a very cool, unique way. I love that movie as well, by the way. But the same thing happened in, in the second movie. Joker brought the Gotham City to its knees again. Yeah fantastic in a different way in a brilliant insane way he won an oscar heath ledger for it for god's sake but what terminator 2 done was changed the game yeah it it, it spun everything around from not just the, the obvious you know uh arnold schwarzenegger going from the villain in the first one to the good guy in this one it's just everything felt the stakes felt so high yeah and it upped the ante so much do you sort of know where i'm coming yeah. from yeah 100 percent oh some of the scenes in that film as well. <laughs> and they're still so iconic to this day. Yeah. Uh, I'll go watch it. Yeah. It's uh, some brilliant things there. You know, um, it's, I think, is it Robert Robert Fitzpatrick, the the sort of the T-800, the, the bad one in Terminator 2? The cop. The villain, the cop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure it's Robert Fitzpatrick, who was the dad in Peacemaker. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we're he, the Comic -Con as well, and he had to... That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had to practice... This is how good James Cameron went in on this movie. He had to practice firing a gun, safely, obviously, um, without blinking because obviously a, why would a Terminator blink Yeah, like over a gunshot and it's little things like that and when you look at the, the scene it's really intense and yeah. I, I just think it's fucking phenomenal and the other fact that Roy Fitzpatrick hats off to him by the yeah. way hats off he had to learn to sprint without 
sort of making a, a move in his face. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I've, yeah. I've seen that behind the scenes and that as well. Yeah, he had to, he had to be a Terminator. So yeah, legit. I just think for those reasons, um, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just our opinion here. Uh, we think Terminator 2, Judgment Day, should have won that Twitter poll. But we understand just how fucking good these movies are. So there was no wrong answer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that brings us up. We're going to do some more questions like that and maybe do some other um, podcast-centric ones around it because... People seem to enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's move on to screens. Tell me! I've been waiting for screens. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> right. Connor, I'm coming straight to you because you teased me with a uh, mental screw. What's something on your screen this week? Yeah. Talk to me. Uh, so first we watch on Saturday night, we watch uh, Slumberland. Jason Momoa's new Slumberland. Yeah. Also stars Cole Chandler. Yeah. Didn't I, realize, but yeah I was really shocked when you said that. Cole yeah. Chandler's in it. Um, this film, so it's about a girl who... You can basically go into dream when you sleep. You can sort of move through dreams and whatnot. You're not supposed to. Hence, Slumberland, I guess. Yeah. The film starts off really, really poor. (laughs) Really poor. Jason Momoa wants to be Johnny Depp. Right. Can't pull it off. It's not good. Yep. But the more it goes on, the more sort of heartfelt it gets. Yep. And it's actually and Chris O'Dowd's in it as well. Right. Yeah. Um, Whatever you said to me. When I finished it, I thought, you know what? That wasn't so bad. The ending pays off. Okay, so would you recommend it? I would. Oh, you would? Okay. I'd be embarrassed when you first start watching it. (laughs) I'd be like, shit, I I promise, stay with it. So recommend it with a caveat, you've got to get past the first 15, 20 minutes? About 20 minutes. About 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah. But it's only two hours. Yeah. It's not too much. Was he good, is it? Good in it, Mama? You said said to me he tried to be a lot like Depp, or you just... uh... Yeah, he is good, and he's got funny bits, and good moments, and the heartfelt moments are very good. Yeah. Um, but there's bits where he like sings and he dances and he just does weird movements. Right. It's like it just doesn't work, Jace. <laughs> Jace, stop it. Fair enough. Uh, is that enough for me to watch? I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. I'm not there yet, but I'll when I listen back to the podcast, maybe I'll think. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your screen, young man? Yes, so I watched them. Um, two episodes are out at the moment of the Santa Clauses. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. As well. Yeah. Uh, so Tim Allen, obviously the iconic Santa Claus. The yes, film. very iconic. I love them. Very iconic. Love the films. So I thought I'll give the series a watch. I don't know what I was watching. I don't know what I was watching. It was the biggest. It was the biggest piece of dark shit. I'm now more interested to watch this than ah. Right, it's poor. So Tim Allen's the same old Tim Allen, but it's a bit more. I hate the word term woke. I hate that word. No, I don't like the word woke, but it's this day and age, it does mean something. So you, yeah, it, it sums up well. So so it's like obviously it's a Disney show. Um, so they're saying like who's on the naughty list and that, the was like oh you can't say naughty you've got to say misunderstood and and, so, and just bits of that it's a bit grinding and Tim Allen says oh you can't say anything anymore yeah is what we're thinking we, yeah but I don't know what the story is um, and you're two episodes in and you don't know what the story yeah, is well, Kumar from Harold and Kumar I can't remember his name yeah I know, I know yeah so I think what's going to happen is because Tim Allen wants to retire as Santa Claus yeah but he wants to stay in the North Pole because he loves it so much right so I think the guy from Harold and Kumar is going to be the new Santa Claus <laughs> okay which again is, is sort of it's just Mate, yeah. yeah of course it's, it's diversity it, and whatnot. you can see why it would be called woke yeah yeah but it, it's just shit it's really shit and his hell. son's in it uh, Charlie the actual I remember yeah I've seen the picture of the difference in years and stuff yeah but he's he's in it for about two seconds and he's he's living in Florida now which is the polar opposite no Bernard no Bernard well, no Bernard no not yet I think he is in it though oh is he yeah because I've seen again I've seen the picture of him yeah and it just looks weird this that age but yeah, if, yeah I'm pretty sure he's in it yeah but you watch it and and me and Holly looked at each other and said what the fuck are we watching <laughs> oh we couldn't stop so my question recommend Absolutely not. Fair enough. Absolutely not. Okay. Have you watched anything great? This, mm, 
You're just a lot of fodder. Yeah, a lot of shit. Fair Always enough. sunny. I've been watching again. Yeah, standard. Love just, it. That's quality. But no, nothing else. Fair dues. Fair dues. Mm. Uh, right. Okay. I've only got two things just to mention. Uh, Disenchanted. Oh yeah. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Not as good as the first one, but that's quite loved. Did you like Enchanted? Yeah, I like Enchanted. Enchanted, I think, is a really good movie. Yeah, so do I. Uh, but yeah, it, it's good. Um, Amy Adams is just as brilliant um, as Giselle. I can't remember her name. I've not oh, watched right, it yeah. yet. But absolutely brilliant. She's the best part of the movie. James Marders, unfortunately, isn't used, and he's so funny. Yeah. Um, but they didn't really use him in this. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good movie. Um, but it's not better than the first. That's all I'll really say on it. I recommend it, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and lastly... Not going to mention too much on it, uh, but Walking Dead has come to an end. 177 episodes, 11 seasons, uh, 11 years, I think. Uh, oh. it's, it's come to an end. Uh, as I, I think I said in the pub the other day, I am no uh, under any illusion that it didn't dip in quality. I know that. But to me, this was one of the most iconic series of all time. Um, and it ended in a nice way. No spoilers, um, but it ended in a nice way and it sets up the confirmed spin-off. Um, so I suppose... Spoiler. Actually, not actually, it's not a spoiler because yeah. the, the confirmed spin off is Rick Rhymes and Michonne have got their own series coming. And we find out what exactly, sort of in a split second, Andrew Lincoln is just phenomenal acting. Yeah. It's, when you see this scene with him, it's like, oh, why did they get rid of him? Yeah. Because he just outmatches everything for the last four seasons <laughs> in about 20 seconds. But yeah, um, it's, you sort of see him. It's mad to see Rick Rhymes in the flesh again. But. We shall see what holds for the future of The Walking Dead because there's a few spin-offs. Um, mm. But for me, it was just lovely to see and can't believe it's ended. Yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to Scrappy Doos. Bunch of scraps! I'll never get, <laughs> I'll never get tired of listening to Obadiah I Stain uh, scream box of scraps to me. Right, uh, do you want to go first? I have zero scraps. Zero? Okay, I'm going to yeah. name a couple for you. Then I'll shoot them off really quick. Quentin Tarantino will direct an eight-episode TV series. No details yet. I believe it is his debut on TV. Yeah. But... We like Mr. Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Love him. Did you see him have a pop at Marvel again today? Has he? He said, um, basically, people in Marvel movies are not movie stars. Captain America's the star, not Chris Evans. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I think it was... I mean, maybe it's a conversation for another time, but yeah. I think someone someone tweeted today, which I really do agree with, and I we're big. We I like Marvel. Obviously, we've not been impressed with Phase Four, but um, someone said, I can understand why these directors are fuming, because Thor, Love and Thunder was basically just an SNL skit for two hours, yeah. yet made £750 million. Pounds. Yep. Like, it is mad what they've done to the box office. Yeah, it's a joke. So anyway, um, I'm not saying we agree with him. Maybe we'll, we'll see if he says anything else and we'll talk about it. Oh, we will. Now, a Marvel star, here we go. Chris Hemsworth is taking a break from acting due to finding out he has a predisposition to Alzheimer's. Mm. He hasn't got Alzheimer's, just to confirm, but he, he was found to have on his show Limitless, which me and Jade watch, really, really good on Disney+. Plus. Um, he was found to have the gene passed from both his mum and his dad, yeah. which gives a higher risk to he's possibly going to get it. Um, his mum and dad haven't got it, though, however, so fingers crossed for Chris. Okay. But he's yeah. just doing the right thing, and he said he wants to take some time with his family. Yeah, good. Fair enough. Good yeah. for you, Chris. Good for him. Uh, that brings us to a bit of a sombre end. I do apologise, but, mm. I mean, it's Chris Hemsworth. We had to mention it. Uh, and that brings us to an end. So next week, we've got uh, the Glass Onion, which is the Knives Out sequel, I've heard it's better than Knives Out from Ooh. very reliable sources, and Knives Out is brilliant. Yeah. So we've heard that's better. We're going to break that down for you. Was it as good as Knives Out? Uh, we've also got the Halloween holiday special from James Gunn, Garners of the Galaxy. Um, again, I'm hearing great things, but I don't trust it just yet. Yeah, I don't. 
it's a special presentation, which me and Connor really liked Werewolf by Night. Yeah. So we're going to jump into that, see if that was shit or if it was good. <laughs> um, so we're going to come with both of those and all the news and all the latest. So for now, I will say goodbye and thank you for listening. And over to Connor T. Yeah, thanks for having us in your ears.